0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. Uh,
1: armed and Hilarious.
0: And we're happy to be back with you guys on a Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Monday got away from us, and so now it's Tuesday. So we'll it's talk about Toyota-thon,
2: it. and that's all I care about. Oh, is it toyota already?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Your family's into car dealerships. That makes sense. I don't know. You guys Maybe don't know it is, man.
2: Is. <laughs> is it Shark Week, too? I try and live my life like every week is Shark Week and Toyota Thon. Yeah. I'm just, you know, on cloud nine nonstop. Yeah, uh,
0: but a lot of stuff happened this weekend, and so we needed time to recover yesterday. So that's why. Yeah. Hey,
2: here. speaking of which, can we get a shout out to the GME gang? You know, oh hey. snap! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, all you buy, apes, buy the GME. dip. <laughs> buy the dip. Hold uh paper hands die a thousand deaths and don't screw take stock Jim Kramer. from
0: the, inter- from the internet
2: <laughs> hey screw jim kramer screw melvin Capital. Take dead aim on the hedge funds. Uh, Rich kids can buy whatever they want, but they can't buy Backbone. Stay strong, guys. To the moon, stay strong to the moon. To the moon, to Mars, and beyond. To the universe, Uh, but holy crap. (laughs) outer space, every Every one of us. us. Okay, yeah, but not so
0: loud, you're (laughs) peeking over here. Um, But holy crap, GameStop closed at like almost 250 yesterday yeah. or today at the market close that's incredible holy crap
2: once I mean, in a decade it happened uh twice in a week right so. <laughs> so
0: let's let's hope that these apes out there uh can can hold the line with with diamond hands and and uh, hopefully all of us regular guys can make a little bit of money on our investments uh but yeah, yeah by strong. the dip uh, i mean can you really call it a dip though i mean it's got like a Two hundred percent increase. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a math guy, but however long it's been, it's not. You know, the dip is more like a, like a dimple yeah. compared to where we started in January. It, I mean, I wish I would have got in at like twelve bucks a share. That'd been awesome.
2: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's still. Once it hits eight thousand, this is going to be. We're all going to say that once it hits eight thousand. So 9, you're good. It's nine thousand. This is still. This is ground floor, man.
0: Yeah, but so yeah, let's let's. You know, I don't feel bad for.
1: Best I could do is fifty bucks.
0: <laughs> Every bit count. For trade in. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> For uh. trade in, sorry.
0: So yeah. <laughs> so anyway, big shout out to to all the the GM GameStop GME stockholders out there holding it down, making this uh movement. Rise and, and making me a little bit of money. Although you don't get the money till you cash out, so even if I lose the money that I put into it, it's worth it for the ride because this has been awesome. You
2: never cash out. This is it's GameStop life. GameStop for life. NWO style. Can't oh, stop. Won't stop. Sorry.
1: It reminds me sort of like siege warfare where you have to. It's a war of attrition. You have to hold out until the the castle
0: falls. Yeah, well, hopefully the GameStop castle never falls. Never falls um, to, to Mars. Yeah, to the Mars, to, to the Moon, to Jupiter, to Saturn, all those things. To
1: Uranus. Uh, <laughs> that's like, and
0: that's then, really, where we're yeah. Going. Well, I, I mentioned the Moon first. It's my, oh, the, any, yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> rock and roll to that. What else happened this week? Um, uh, Oprah got to sit down with Prince Harry and. Princess Meghan, Meghan Markle. Markle. Markle? Markle, Markle. And there was a lot of, of dish. I mean, they named names.
1: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been that much British tea spilt since the 1700s. I
0: mean, they named they <laughs> <made> names. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not anything surprising, though, right? Like, the royal family is not just, like, Sunday dinner at grandma's house. It's It's a machine. It's a... It's a corporation. Yeah. It's a media <laughs> conglomerate. But I mean, and so uh, I think that in this country, we're not as surprised as like maybe some British people are at, you know, I don't know, the the country that sent colonization to all over the world is possibly slightly racist. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I learned that Tyler Perry is the one that uh, paid for Meghan and Harry to live in LA and also he put up their security. So big ups to Tyler Perry for that. Nice. Um, Nice. But yeah, I'm not going to dish on the Royal stuff. I'm not going to have the queen sending James Bond after me. So (laughs)
1: uh,
0: if you like Royal gossip, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of, of a class of people. Watch the
1: crown on Netflix. Hey, that's his
0: grandma. It's actually a really good show. It is really good. And actually Harry, Harry mentioned the crown too. He was saying, I think he was talking to, um, James Corden about it. He was saying like he enjoys the crown much more than he enjoys watching British tabloids because at least the crown admits it's fiction.
2: i <laughs> talking about it. Well, yeah, is it wasn't Barack Obama a big fan of, um, what was it? The American with, um, uh, what's his name? The pedophile guy.
0: Oh, which one? Jeffrey
2: Epstein? Prince Andrew? Yeah,
0: no. Um the Netflix, the Netflix oh, show. Oh, Spacey House of Cards. Yeah yeah, 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 Obama loved House of Cards. Like, He's like, a big like the fan pedophile guy. Epstein? Sorry, Hollywood. Prince yeah, Andrew? for Hollywood you have to
2: be way more specific than just that pedophile yeah. guy, sorry.
0: <laughs> okay, we're getting off our we're getting off our base here. Moving on. Uh what else do we have this week? um, um NBA All-Star game. Oh before we get into the all-strike that's got to come How about WandaVision? To the topic. WandaVision. Yeah, that's much better. Uh yeah. so WandaVision came to a close. We are a week without uh MCU fill WandaVision.
2: WandaVision. Yeah, we're in the dead week.
0: Holy cow. Um Yeah. I appreciate it. I mean I I'm going to release a, a review on the podcast for WandaVision. Spoiler free review and then I hope we can do a deep dive uh on and on Automaton's discussion about it.
2: Well, broad strokes, what did you guys think?
0: Oh, it it so I think that a lot of people hated it because it made you remember what it was like to watch TV ten years ago. <laughs> uh fifteen years ago, ten years ago, Curse whatever. Them. Uh but I thought it I, I thought that it it brought back storytelling to television in a way that makes you wanting more. You're right. You're just frustrated enough that mm-hmm. you're like mad, but you're just intrigued enough that you want to keep watching next week. Yeah.
2: No, I know exactly what you mean. I, I I loved it. I think it's one of the greatest single seasons of television ever created. I yeah. think it's up there with True Detective season one, Game I of mean, Thrones season, season five one. of The Simpsons, all the like, it yeah. was very, very, very good. I really liked it. And they stuck the landing.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think part of that, though, is because they made it with not with the intention of capitalizing on it, they made it with the intention of it just being what it is like, mm-hmm. tell our story and then be done.
2: I like that, and I'm I'm a sucker for that. I I'm a sucker for whether it's reading comic books or any of that. If you give me a clear and concise story instead of one that just meanders, meanders, and meanders, and just dies a boring death when no one really cares about it, yeah. I like. I mean, a la Lost, like Lost yeah. was super intriguing. Even Walking for Dead is kind of getting... two seasons. Oh, for sure, yeah. And Breaking Bad did it probably better than anybody where they kind of saw the writing on the wall and at the end of season three they said two more seasons and we're out. Yep. And yep. it was great. And it's one of the greatest television series of all time because of Yeah.
0: Soprano is the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get out when you when you know it's good to get out. Uh, but yeah. I, I also appreciate the writing and how the the crew and the cast, because um, you know the actors are a part of that too, but they they did a really good job of anticipating, preying on, and then capitalizing on um fan expectations uh especially with Evan Peters right that's not a spoiler everybody should know Evan Peters was was on the show mm-hmm. um and then you know in a very spielbergian way dropping enough hints and clues along the way that when you eventually go back and rewatch it you have a deeper understanding of it but like my family we went back and we rewatched uh Age of Ultron just you know to get a better clarity on, on on that situation and how that was going on. So the whole thing was just expertly executed. Um, big ups to to Kevin Feige and Marvel. And uh, who was the the showrunner behind WandaVision? Do you know? I don't know. It doesn't matter. They did a good job. We'll no,
2: soon he's going to get boatloads of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he's he's going to be all over. But, yeah. Especially depending on the success of uh, Winter Soldier and um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, okay. if that doesn't do as well, he's going to, you know, a la John Favreau, where that guy can do whatever the heck he wants. I'm sure the showrunner of WandaVision is just going to be able to pick and choose his projects yeah. or, uh, his or her projects. I don't know if it's male or female. Oh, it's, yeah, but... it's her.
0: It's Jack Schaefer. Um, she, I think, also is working on Black Widow.
2: So nice. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I because I, I maybe maybe that's gonna be really good. I had zero expectations for that, so maybe that's yeah.
0: gonna be good. Uh, yeah, she's um, she wrote Black Widow, she's the head writer on WandaVision. Um, she did the screenplay for the hustle. Um, oh. yeah, she did the screenplay for Olaf's Frozen Adventure, the the frozen spin off. That was Disney. entertaining, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um Hustle's pretty good. Yeah, so those are her I mean, she's only been writing, it looks like, since 2009. So yeah, Um, she's on it. Rock and roll. Yeah, she's probably been
2: writing long before that. Well, yeah, credited writing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The ghost writing in the back room doesn't count. Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, so what else? Um, WandaVision's great. Go watch WandaVision. Now that it's done, you can binge it, all you people that were holding out. Mm -hmm. I'm still holding out. Well, now you can binge it. Um, (laughs) No.
1: I don't know how long I have to wait until the next season, so I'm going to... I'm gonna... No, there is there's no, no. That's next season. We're saying.
0: There is no next season. No next season.
1: There is No, no. there's just
2: one off? There's one yeah. season? That's yes. what we're saying. It's done. <laughs> what we're saying. Yeah, it's done. It's over. Her story's Ooh. done. Well, until the next film. Well, yeah, I mean, they kill her at the end. So that's what... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. You're <laughs> and everybody dies. And everybody's yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, I didn't even announce that this is spam. We skipped over... Uh, sports and went straight into entertainment, pop culture, blah 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 blah. But uh, getting back to sports, the NBA All Star Game was this weekend. Did you guys uh, actually watch it? Oh, sorry, did I?
2: I, yeah, I um, just
0: got the I got the highlights.
1: I got the spark um, notes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, isn't that a sad day when nobody cares about the NBA All? I mean, LeBron James didn't even want to be there.
2: Well, they I, <laughs> they they need to just turn it into rock and jock basketball. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's where it's still no one cares. They don't play defense. I saw the scores like 170 to 150. That is an enter- like to basketball purists, which I am not one, but I've got many friends that will complain to the cows come home about, you know, the lack of defense. Just make it rock and jack have a 10 point. Put that hoop up there that's yeah. worth 30 points, you know, do all that stuff and have fun with it, which this doesn't seem like fun for anybody. It's it also Steph felt Curry. kind of dystopian. Well, yeah, Steph Curry cementing himself as the greatest shooter of all time. Steph it's good Curry's for him. Shooting. I mean, half he court.
1: wasn't the only, because yeah. Damian, Damian Lillard Millard, yeah. hit a
2: half court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Steph but Curry I, hit right I after him. Think... Like... I think... I could have been a 10-pointer if we did Rock and Jack style.
0: <laughs> oh, like NFL um, Blitz but like NBA Jam? <laughs>
2: No, the, don't you? The, the MTV? Yeah,
0: where they yeah, had celebrities I, and Nelly used to yeah. come out and play baseball. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Armored Hilarious. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that the UFC had a better weekend than the NBA. Yeah? Um, it had three title fights back to back. Oh, yeah. And the entire, I mean, the prelims, it was just knockouts and submissions all the way coming up. Um, it lulled a little bit for the, uh, the main events. But big ups to my boy Israel Adesanya for taking it to uh, uh, Blankovic. 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 Yeah. Um, in all, honestly, uh, Israel was took him the, the three solid rounds and then Blankovic made it uh, a ground and pound game where he just threw his body on him.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, and, he won by unanimous decision. So
1: eh, <laughs> if you watch that fight, Oh, he's competing. Um, he
0: earned it. He earned that victory. But
1: yeah, but I think it was more impressive that uh, Adesanya managed to uh, risk his uh, his belt. I mean, he he went into a, he tried to go up a class in order to yeah. go up against Blakovic, But really, there's no competition for Adesanya in his you know comfortable weight class. And uh, big ups to him. I'm yeah. very impressed.
0: Yeah nice yeah yes i mean you brought him up before you know the style bender the style yeah yeah is he we're, we're back to the dope nickname
1: <laughs> Yes. and you know at first it's not that catchy it's like the last style bender like you're really reaching for you know nicknames um when you got dudes out here in boxing like called the the yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh Israel Adesanya is a beast. Um yeah.
0: well, you know, I'm not going to yeah. tell I'm not going to tell Joey Beltran that you ragged on his <laughs> his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> uh um, but uh yeah, um what else we got? Oh, so I, I mean, that that's pretty good for spam what, before.
1: You know, uh going back to the the NBA um it was a shootout not yeah, gonna lie essentially like it was just it was it was fun watching those buckets go in from all over the place and by nearly everybody on the court like
0: oh the, the alley oops between uh chris paul and steph curry that was pretty dope watching those two point guards just mm-hmm. basically have a field day with nobody defending them like i mean it's impossible to defend steph curry anyway but when you're not even trying yeah
1: um but yeah that lights out shooting that was fun but it was lackluster
0: yeah it was boring you know i i didn't watch the whole thing all the way through i was i was coming kind of coming in and out uh the fact that they reset the score every quarter kind of messes with my brain a little bit (laughs) when you're not watching the game when did we yeah they were trying to
1: switch up the format it was yeah they did it this year i don't know
0: yeah i don't know if i like that
1: Team LeBron versus Team Durant, but Durant didn't even get a chance to play because he's
0: injured. Yep. Um, you know how I feel about Kevin Durant anyway. Moving uh, on. No, no. Tell, Tell me us, how oh, you do hear it. it. Let's hear it. Let's hear yeah. it. Yeah. Let's have the airing
2: grievances. It's not the best of
0: It's the end. I think Kevin Durant is the most talented, immature, whiny, hashtag. The social isn't worth the talent, in my personal preference. Justin
2: uh, Bieber takes offense to you saying that. Are you mean talent in terms of athletics? Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, well, uh, yeah. Bieber too. He can. He can. He and Kevin Durant can both sit in the same, same <laughs> locker room bench for me. Yeah. All right. Pressing on. Um, before we get into the main story, uh, high watermark. I thought we would, you know. You know, now that we're done crapping all over the NBA All-Star Game, let's go back to an era when the NBA was awesome. So uh, I think we do a high high watermark for the greatest of the great, his royal heirness, Michael Jordan. Uh, A career, of course, super impressive with accolades and Olympic gold medals and rings um, Mm -hmm. and baseball. But Space Jam. Oh, we got to talk about Space Jam, too. Um, Oh, absolutely.
1: No, we don't. Yeah, we do.
0: We got you. Uh, so Michael Jordan, high watermark. What do you guys think of, of, of his entire career? Two three-peats, NBA gold medal, uh, You know, taking it to Ma- Magic Johnson and Larry Bird in a pickup game before the Olympics, uh, coming back from injury, proving the world that he is the greatest. What of those things? Where, where does Michael Jordan's career peak and pinnacle before it slides I never mean, so the, the the deal with Nike getting idiots to pay for the same shoes
2: year after year after year after year I I, I take offense to that okay I, hey. I I stopped after 13 okay I stopped <laughs> once it gets the Jordan 14 on is garbage yeah. but yeah I but, love that um, meme where it's like And did they buy the same shoes again <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I mean when you talk high water marks I think Jordan is pretty, pretty easy. I mean, it's, it's after hitting that final shot, the shot. Sixth championship. Okay. Making that final shot. He's at the top of the world. He's, he is the perfect example of someone who retired too early on time and too late. Like when yeah. he hit that final shot, he was done. I'm the greatest of all time. You all know it. I exercise all my demons, whatever it was, I, I proved everybody wrong. Um, and I'm the greatest of all time. And I made the game-winning shot to do it. And that's it. Game over.
0: Yeah? Not the not the first championship where or the end of the first Pete where you set the expectation?
2: I think he left, especially as an individual, I think choosing his high watermark, you would say he left stuff, especially since he came back. But I think part of it is that you can't go after that first Pete because he still played baseball and there was something in him that still had something to prove. I think that there is something deep inside of him that wished that he would have stuck with baseball, that there's, you know, prove that he could have been a great baseball player and a great basketball player. So I don't think you can choose that for the moment of his peak because there was stuff left on the table, but I think the way it ended, he doesn't have any remorse the way the, the lockout kind of pushed him back into the NBA. Right, yeah. There's people saying, yeah, Jordan's great, but blah, 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 And then those championships just shut everybody up and just cemented his legacy as the greatest of all time. Or, or premier night of space jam. One of those two. <laughs> one, it, it's either, or, yeah. either, or.
0: So you're not going to get any argument from me on, on high watermark Jordan. I think, I think, that his entire, I think those entire three seasons can, can be cumulative of, of a pinnacle set of his career. Coming back, mm-hmm. um, not being in basketball shape, being in baseball shape, and still being able to win that first championship and the first full season back, you know, yeah. getting, a, getting one over on Horace Grant and the Magic, right? Like mm-hmm. that whole thing. Uh, so proving that he can come back and do it again. Well, Andy got to play against Kobe and those guys. Yeah.
2: Like, I think that's what really cemented it
0: yeah you know it's it's kind of funny because he didn't have to i guess those wizard seasons he kind of did but he didn't i was gonna say he didn't really like to hand the torch to kobe he got to leave on mm-hmm. top um and then come back playing for the wizards and spoiled it but we don't talk we don't talk about wizards jordan he was still sneakily good when he played for the wizards he yeah came he just back didn't in have a capacity but he yeah. didn't have the rest of his infrastructure around him right mm-hmm. it's not like yeah. tom brady where he just proved that he can do it anywhere, yeah, at any time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, basketball is much more integrated.
2: Yeah, you
0: know, Tom Brady took Gronk with him. It's not like Jordan had Pippen to go with him to the.
2: Well, sort of you religious. could, but that shows how difficult it is to be, and that's another reason why that isn't him being a GM. He wasn't a good GM. He wasn't, or is he a GM or an owner? Yeah, I guess he's owner. Yeah, he wasn't. You mean, a no, you can't. Instrument. You can't
1: play as an owner.
2: So he wasn't a good GM. Like it wasn't where, I mean, same with Gretzky. Gretzky's greatest hockey player of all time. Was was a very good coach, not a great coach. Whereas Larry Bird is a great coach. So I don't think that that's... But the Wizards organization has been and feels like it always will be garbage. Like they're just it's just a bad organization. And I can say that being a Chicago bears fan, I know an organization (laughs) is bad and they're bad. Like it's just the way it is. And even having Jordan who was very good, he was an elite player. I mean, probably top 10, if not top 15 player while he was playing for the Wizards. Oh yeah. Still. Yeah. Just even that kind
0: of making like a Barry Sanders with the lions argument here too
2: yeah oh yeah Yeah. for sure yeah yeah Yeah. there's just only one man can do so much even in basketball where one player you're one of five and so you have much greater impact you still can't get over that hump yeah
0: and lebron his first run through cleveland yeah Mm -hmm. all that too all right so space jam Mm, mock controversy people are mad that lola bunny is not sexy anymore (laughs)
2: yeah. <laughs> i didn't know this was a thing this Google is it. great i love it oh i love yeah, the society you, we're living in you this can is Google outstanding
0: it. i mean as a fan of, of natalie dormer i'm slightly offended because i i like that lola bunny kind of looks like natalie dormer but come on, on. guys like this is stupid <laughs> on both sides like i i gotta look this on, up. on one side the fans of original design are pissed off because she's not sexy anymore on the other side you have fans that are Pissed off at the other fans because you shouldn't be objectifying a cartoon.
1: <laughs> but she's yeah, because that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we need to worry about offending cartoons.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, first off, Lola Bunny looks like a basketball chick. Some guys are into that. Some girls are into that. She too, looks right? like Natalie There's Dormer.
0: As a basketball chick, yeah,
2: she de- there is definitely guys that are into that. So I, I think I personally take offense to people not thinking that she's sexy. How about that?
0: You mean current Lola Bunny with the
2: yeah, 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 yeah. with well, the baggy jersey? Yeah, yeah. I'm and offended that all she doesn't that have stuff. knees. <laughs> yes. Well, that's that. so <laughs> we, I, we could talk about how how the animation it still isn't better than Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's right, a whole yeah. other pot. Well, same with this Tom and Jerry. That's a it's a like, different thing. How, too. How's this 20, 25 years after Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And the animation is worse. Is it only twenty
0: five years? I think that it's not. I think it's older. probably even. It's longer. probably more yeah. like thirty five years. Yeah. Thanks for making me feel even
2: older. But.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's the that's the mock controversy over. Space. I mean, well, also the new Toon Squad jersey sucks. Yeah. Personal
2: taste, like, it doesn't yeah. look great. It's it's. I always. I like the Monstars jersey, the OG Monstars jersey more than the Toon Squad, but the Toon Squad jersey was great. It was classic. Well, the it's the porky pig, the circle, yeah. Kind of the, yeah. The porky yeah. pig buster, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Second question, you think Bill Murray's going to come back on reduced minutes? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah.
1: If not, uh, let's <laughs> that put in Adam right. Sandler.
0: Yeah, okay, so, uh, let's take a break. Hold oh, on. We got ahead Hold of on.
1: ourselves. Uh, yeah, I was going to uh, say. Um... High water mark, in my opinion, for Jordan would have been getting past getting past the Bad Boy Pistons.
0: Really, you think um, that's the pinnacle?
1: No one took it to him as hard as the Pistons did. The and then once he got past the might. Pistons,
0: and the Car- mm. the Carmelo Utah Jazz might also.
2: Uh, no, because I mean, they were that Pacers even, team. He says the toughest he had played in the conference. But I get yeah, what but... you're saying, because I think that if, if, if Jordan doesn't play that um, Pistons team, he isn't the Jordan we see today. I think that might be the most important thing to him. Right. I think that. So
0: for of... me, that, that's like his launchpad moment, but maybe yeah. not the pinnacle moment, right? Launchpad McQuack or. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like one, once, a... once Jordan got past the Pistons, it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to be a champion.
2: No, no, no. I think you're wrong with that. Those teams, there were so many great teams that were playing there. I mean, even he was lost to Charles Barkley. Like there were yeah. so many great teams, and he he fought tooth and nail to beat those. See, even the Orlando Magic teams that he ended up sweeping. That was a phenomenal team too. Like I think that it wasn't a foregone conclusion, but I do think that that that, that though beating those Pistons changed him. Like that was a catalyst. Well, because for his Isaiah Thomas was. Tough to, you know, Toughness. as much as we
0: compare Jordan to Magic um, Johnson, Isaiah Thomas was the Jordan before Jordan, mm-hmm. right? I think so, yeah. Um, objectively speaking, like Magic <laughs> Johnson's a point guard, you know, super high advantage and completely different style of play than than Ma- Michael Jordan. Magic Johnson is about ball movement, is about, you know, that that really good team-oriented best shot, no matter whose hands the ball needs to go into. Usually his own, but...
2: Well, and go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, and don't forget his hatred of Bill Lambeer as well. Right. Yeah. Like that was, he genuinely hated Bill Lambeer. Like, and that I, the guy's a piece of garbage just for the way he played. Like there's, there's, there's a difference between being a tough guy and being an a-hole and trying to hurt people. And Bill Lambeer went out to hurt people. And, and Jordan did not like that. Yeah. I know, I know we're kind of making your point aren't been hilarious, but I think that was, I think that helped him get over it, but I think his career, I think that exclamation point, those six championships is just that, that's it. I think that's yeah, right Yeah, and, where it, and is. it
0: cements the six for six perfect finals appearances.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, let's take a minute and we'll be right back. Okay, we're right back. See, that didn't take very long. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> Uh, But, so all this NBA talk, the All-Star game was lackluster. Uh, We've kind of rehashed this out before, but we're going to do it officially this time. It's the official Digital Toilet Paper Tournament Edition podcast. Tournament (laughs) Edition! Uh, Yeah, we ripped that from NBA Jam, those of you guys paying attention. But, uh, the basketball game, we should have gotten this All-Star break. Um, We, for the last, I guess, it's almost been a year since we first started discussing this. Holy cow. Uh, Yeah. I want to talk about... Uh, The best of the best in a seven game championship series tournament edition The all Lakers versus the all the rest of the NBA in a best of seven championship series What are the teams, who plays, and how do the Lakers win?
2: (laughs) We'll see, we'll see So do do we want to lay out the parameters of, of picking these teams? Yeah, go ahead well, just that, so if you've ever put on a Lakers jersey, you cannot be on the All-NBA team. That's kind of the, the meat and potatoes of it, right? Like yeah. you said, seven game series and everything. But anybody from Carl Malone to Dennis Rodman cannot be on the All-NBA team because they have, at one point in their career, played for the Lakers. And then on that same notion, you get the Lakers players when they played for the Lakers. Correct. Yeah. So Carl so Malone, you don't get peak Carl Malone. You get Carl Malone when chasing rings, ca- chasing rings. Careers kind of fizzling out. Um, socially, not the most uh, you know well looked upon guy, and, yeah. and all that stuff. So
0: you get you get deadbeat dad, Carl Malone. You can yeah.
2: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Carl Malone you get. Uh,
0: and likewise, for the All NBA team, you have to choose, I guess, a season, uh, an individual season, or 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 a block of time where that player is going to pull their stats from. So, for example, you either get number eight with the Afro Kobe or you get Black Mamba. You don't get like lifetime Kobe flexing between those positions. Same thing with, Sha- uh, with, with Shaq, right? Like, mm-hmm. we'll choose a season that we get Shaq on the Lakers. You can't have like NBA Heat dominating big man Shaq or Orlando Magic young buck Shaq mm-hmm. playing for the Lakers. Uh, and same thing with Jordan, right? Do you get young? hungry out to prove something Jordan or do you get old hungry out to prove something Jordan?
2: Yeah. Well, so I think it really comes into play with Kobe Bryant. I think that's going to be the fun, you know, do you want that Kobe, Kobe being the, the bat or the Robin to Shaq's Batman, I guess, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Or do you want shoot all the time, putting up 60 points a game, Kobe Bryant.
0: Yeah. And also missing 35% Kobe Bryant. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get both. All right. So, um, predictions first, uh, You know, I... Oh, we got to talk about intangibles, too. So uh, I'll get into that in a minute. But predictions, I think, like I said earlier, that how do the Lakers win? What do the Lakers do to win this basketball game? Uh, I don't think that even with Michael Jordan, who is the only... Is he the only NBA player with a perfect finals record? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, well, those, you know... Those Bulls are the only. No, yeah. Did they? I don't know. We got to research that. Who else has a perfect NBA finals record? But yeah, I uh, don't know. even yeah. with Michael Jordan, I think we sully his record. Well, this is not a finals. This is the best of the best series. So, and Michael's been known to lose. But I think that the Lakers take it not just because of, you know, the Lakers are like the Yankees of basketball, right? Superior lifetime lineup. They've got most of the best players in the NBA have been to the Lakers. At one point or another But also They're all wearing The same jersey So Team culture pride That that yellow and Or gold Sorry Gold and purple Lakers pride You know They If we go back and forth Between arenas They have home court Advantage literally Because they all play here um, mm-hmm. It's cohesive There's expectations There's culture um, So in addition to having A knockout roster They've got All these intangibles That help Push them over the
2: top I think you're missing one big thing that is the ace in the hole for the Lakers, and that's having literally an all-star lineup with the greatest centers of all time too. Yes. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be near impossible to match up, but luckily the all-NBA team has a great cast of characters led by, you know, the one and only Michael Jeffrey Jordan, and because of that, all NBA takes the cake.
0: All right. Well, let me tell you why the Lakers are gonna win this game. First of all, <laughs> The starting lineup is. Almost, well, here, yeah. Let's okay. Yeah. The starting lineup is almost untouchable. Um, we'll go in, I guess, position order. Uh, starting lineup: Magic Johnson, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. He's got eleven point two career assists, highest in league history. Fifth all time franchise points, seventeen thousand all time points. Five championships, three MVPs, uh, finals, three finals MV- MVPs. Um, And what? He's one of the tallest point guards, if not the tallest point guard in history. Six foot nine point guard. Magic John. And he's Mr. Lakers, right? He's setting the stage for Lakers culture. Mm -hmm. Behind him, the other arguably Mr. Laker, Kobe Bryant. Um, Five championships as well. Nine time first team NBA. 13 All-Star games. It's Kobe, all right? And in 2008, MVP, 28.6 rebounds, five assists. Kobe Bryant. So which...
2: Which Kobe
0: are we getting? We get we do get, I think, last season in number eight, Kobe. Okay. Maybe first season twenty four, Kobe. But still, you know, not, that, not, okay. not Kobe running the show. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh point guard, shooting guard. Um Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was I was doing starting lineup, but I might just go through the through the roster here. Yeah, however you in want to do position it. Position order, okay. Uh, the other guard, Jerry West, the revolutionary Jerry West. I mean, he's on the logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? 13 all star teams, 10 NBA first teams, uh, 1972 championship. You know, first in Los Angeles.
2: Not too shabby. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's see. Power forward, center, the great Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Holy crap. Uh,. 24 points for 11 rebounds average per game, 20-year career, 19 all-star games, 10 NBA first teams, all five all-defensive first teams, and he was the all-time leading scorer in NBA history uh, and Hall of Famer, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Next, power forward, small forward, LeBron James, the current GOAT of the NBA. Whether you like LeBron or not, you can't, you know, diminish. Deny his awesome. Deny his, he's undeniable, his awesome.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, he's probably the most athletic Up to this point, the most athletic NBA player since Dennis Rodman. Um, And being able to take three different teams to championships is impressive all on its own. Mm -hmm. Um, We could talk about LeBron, but we don't need to. He's he's in the forefront of everybody's mind. Next, Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Um, Another just powerhouse in the NBA. 30 points, 23 rebounds per game. 13 All-Stars. Four MVPs. Scored 100 points in a game. In Pennsylvania in 1962. Holy crap, Walt Chamberlain. Uh, let's see. I can run through the rest really quick. James Worthy, Elgin Baylor, uh, George Mikan, Norm Nixon, Derek Fisher. Nice. George
2: Mikan's a good one. I like. Yeah. That. Old school. back you know, to Minneapolis. Throwback.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Byron Scott, Michael Cooper, Paul Gasol. Uh, uh, too many. No, not Paul Gasol. Uh, and Shaq. Holy oh, crap, forgot about Shaq. Pro- possibly, probably the most dominating presence. Definitely the most dominating defensive presence, but possibly the most dominating presence okay. in the history of the NBA. Shaquille O'Neal again being able to win championships with multiple teams, being you know Kobe's big brother. Uh, Twenty-seven points, thirteen rebounds per game, lots of championships, eighteen-year career, MVP, NBA All-Star. Shaquille O'Neal.
2: Booyah! Nice. I like it. I think that's a. Pre- I don't know who you would who who would would have been left off. That's a pretty concise list. But who is starting center? Shaq. Shaq is starting? Shaq is starting. Over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar?
0: Yes. The reason being, uh, if we're going to dominate the way that I want to, having LeBron, Shaq uh, as powerful defensive players in addition to dangerous offensive players in the post, and having Kobe and Michael being able to... I mean, Kobe and Michael. Kobe <laughs> and and oh, Magic Johnson being able to, to come in from from the wings to attack the, the paint, I think that th- there's not much you can do against that okay. kind of. Well, he,
2: let, let, me, let me give you a little, a bit of advice and, and a way to, to help you win this thing. You start game one, we're going to we'll probably be in Los Angeles, right? Playing at the forum. You got the old parking yeah. floor, all that stuff. We're choosing the time period. You know, it's a fantasy. You have Kareem abdul dual jabbar start but instead of coming out in regular warm-ups you do game of death outfit okay <laughs> yellow with a purple stripe right yeah. and you have bruce lee on his shoulders and he wears Same. big aviators you know and i think that sets the tone maybe yeah. he does a little bit of karate down at center court just letting people know what's <laughs> up maybe <laughs> snapping a couple of the boards again you're showtime lakers yeah. let's let it all lay out but yeah okay. you can't tell me that would intimidate people you got the greatest Uh, martial artist of all time coming in on the shoulders of Lew Cinder Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Think about it. Think about it. Don't make a decision yet. Okay. But think about it. It's under consideration
0: only if Jack Nicholson can also be there smoking a stogie. He's there.
2: He's puffing that stogie, talking to all the all-NBA players on the bench, calling them candy asses and (laughs) and blowing smoke right in their face. Like, you don't know what it's like. Hey, Rex is making my argument for me. You might as well not even go through the (laughs) NBA lineup. (laughs) Hey, I'm just, I, I, you need all the help you can. Okay. Because this team that I'm going to set forth is just going to decimate them. So this is, I'm, I'm just throwing you a bone. Okay. okay? Let's, let's, so, so that taking into consideration that the all NBA has the greatest centers of all time, you probably have four of the top six greatest centers of all time, at least four of the top eight, I think. So because of that, so we'll start off with the starting five. Um, I'm starting, Power forward is Tim Duncan. Okay, okay. then easy low hanging fruit. We're going Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Um, then Larry Bird. Then Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem, the dream. And then we're going to Oscar Robinson. Okay, the Big O. So big Sorry. O, Big O, Oscar Robinson. So just a little. Now I'll go o to the captain other Captain, my captain. That's, that's, that's David right.
1: Robinson. Oh. <laughs> 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 <Man>.
2: <laughs> uh, so part before i go into the rest of the team this team is chosen as the best team not a list of the greatest and you will see one glaring omission who is a notorious a-hole and that is why he was left off the team because this is built to be a cohesive team so and part of that is one of the better coaches and all-around leader um it would be coming off the bench which is kind of a sin um but i think Hakim on matches up better with Shaq and if rotating those yeah. guys in um would be Bill Russell. Bill Russell's going to be kind of the bench captain, the sixth man. Um great career speaks for itself um and then as a coach too. All right, and then the Celtics to- you got Bill Russell and Larry Bird on there hold it yeah, down for they're Boston. not the only ones they're not the only ones um and then again to match that height you got to go with Kevin Durant um, i think he fits in there well uh, charles I can, I can hear my eyes rolling like marbles he's <laughs> uh, he is he's undeniably great i know he's uh, not the nicest person and a world class trash talker this is going to be the, trash the talk best of the best yeah. this is going to be the best trash talking in the history of yeah. sports this is going to be Fantastic. You thought that that dream team practice was good. Wait till it's all out. And there's a trophy on the line. So you have have to have it just for trash talk. You got to have Kevin
0: Garnett and Reggie Miller in the stands, trash talking (laughs) from the stands.
2: Yes. (laughs) We'll see. I don't want to give away spoilers. So I said, Scotty Pippen, um, Allen Iverson, Dr. J Julius Irving, um, Dirk Nowitzki, John Stockton, Steph Curry, and then rounding it out is uh, Dwayne Wade.
0: Flash, that's my boy. I'm, um, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Flash photography.
0: Going- yeah, hashtag <laughs> yes. miami uh, County. That, that, do you want coaching staff too? So, co- I mean, yeah. So this is where I think that, again, as, as the Lakers take the cake here, because we have the, in my opinion, two of the top five greatest coaches in NBA history all right. Possibly at? at 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 their best. I mean, not at their very best, but we got uh, Phil Jackson taking the okay. reins. Uh, you know, obviously his his pedigree as a coach speaks for itself. Championships with Jordan, championships with Kobe. This guy's got rings and upon rings upon rings. Good at managing egos. Knows how to how to leverage a a dynamic team with lots of talent. Um, and again, knows knows how to how to really 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 take away um one of your advantages right who knows jordan better than phil jackson although i don't get phil yeah when we get phil jackson's experience coaching jordan because Mm -hmm. lakers is post that on top of that we get mr showtime himself the the godfather of miami pat riley as the assistant coach okay Uh, he did assistant coach for the lakers and he also took the showtime lakers showtime coaching magic johnson um Coaching uh, Hakeem, yeah, coaching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and really able to, to pull the most out of those guys. So we've got the Godfather and the Zen Master leading us to, to victory.
2: I, I do think it's laughable that you think that anyone could come up with a game plan to stop Michael Jordan. But I, I digress. I didn't say I stop Michael Jordan. Okay. I just right. said that G- no one knows him better. Only hope to contain him. Okay. Just All contain right. him All long right. enough. Yeah, I like I like though like knowing the dead spots in the floor, knowing all that stuff and yeah. Yeah. So on that, you've got the godfather of uh, of LA. I've got the godfather of the NBA and that's Red Auerbach, and who better to go against an all Lakers team than Red Auerbach, who did did have great success against them. I mean probably the greatest coach of all time, helped integrate basketball, was great GM, great coach. Um, he kind of speaks for himself has a great career playoff winning percentage um, and then I think kind of the ace in the hole for this team would be the assistant coach and that's Greg Pop uh, I think Popovich is going to help kind of cull those egos kind of get everybody on the same page works well with big men um, and, and just brings that cohesive group together and helps remove any ego out of the conversation which both of these teams are going to be chock full of ego I think passing that ball around would be a bit of an issue, especially from the all NBA team. But I think having pop as the assistant coach and especially in that assistant coach role will help reel that in and bring them all together.
0: All right. So interesting. Um, Let's, before we get into the meat of it, let's talk about who, who doesn't quite make the cut for whatever reason, right? Notable, Mm -hmm. uh, notable players from either roster that, that, could have found a spot on a team had circumstances been a little different. Okay, uh, for the Lakers, uh, Dennis Rodman. Um, mm-hmm. It's obviously post his prime. It's post his run in Chicago, yeah. chasing rings or whatever he's doing. Um, but just a liability overall, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, he's going out doing tequila shots all night. Yeah, and whatever. When you don't have drugs. When you don't have Shaq and, and banging Carmen Electra. When you don't yeah. have. <laughs> when you don't have Shaq to kind of hold it down on defense. And LeBron, for that matter, a player like Rodman is necessity, but like he was, you know, integral to that that three peat, the second three peat Bulls team. But we've got his roles covered already. Uh, likewise, Dwight Howard, we don't need Shaq Jr. Yeah. You know, Superboy versus Superman over here. Uh, Not same-
2: quite as mentally tough as those guys either. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's um, easy for me to say sitting talking in front of a microphone, but I don't think he fits with those kind of those tough dudes.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say the same thing as Anthony Davis. He just loses out because of lack of experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Gary Payton. Maybe in
2: three years, yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe. We'll see. He could fizzle like Dwight Howard did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you know, Gary Payton, an argument can be made, but not over Kobe Bryant and Magic Johnson as a guard. Maybe Supersonics,
2: but I still don't think he gets in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Steve Nash, again, we don't need any more guards. Uh, And Karl Malone, well... We're not getting any, the best Carl Malone. We don't need any more Carl Malone. Uh, that's like <laughs> injury prone, deadbeat. Well, and didn't prone. he have drama with Kobe?
2: Yeah, he tried to sleep with Kobe's wife too. Like, so, that, yeah, that probably, uh, again, these teams are going to be full of enough drama. Probably don't need to add that element to it either. Yeah. Okay,
0: so who doesn't make the cut for the uh, All-NBA team?
2: On that note, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, right? Of course. That's... He was left off the dream team. Nobody likes him um, except for Chuck the Daly likes him. I, are we sure about that? Has he ever gone on record saying that he likes Isaiah Thomas? Well, he
0: can't do that anymore. Well, Chuck Daly hasn't gone on record saying much of anything. He's
2: uh, that's what I'm saying. I bet he doesn't like him. I bet he really? tolerated him. I think yeah. <laughs> I I think he enjoyed the other guys on those team. I don't think Chuck Daly. Well, remember Chuck Daly, and Jordan got along swimmingly. On the, In that dream on the team. Dream team. Yeah, I golf every day. Yeah. I, I bet I bet the catalyst for their friendship where they're both like, this fucking guy. Like Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> <the> <laughs> goodness, right? And Jordan's like, I know, right? Like, can you believe it? He was like, Yeah, hey, you only have to see him a couple weekends out of the year. I have to live with the damn yeah. guy. Like I can't and then it was they were just off to the races from there. So I know, I don't think anybody likes Isaiah Thomas. I mean so, <laughs> so other than Isaiah Thomas, a more someone that's playing now is James Harden. He has the numbers, but I don't think he fits on this team. Well, you don't um, need James Harden
0: he, if you've got Michael Jordan.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have enough point scorers. Points is, are not going to be where this team has deficits. Um, Clyde Drexler, Clyde the Glide.
0: Cause, hmm. I like the nicknames your team has. They all got good nicknames.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, John Havlicek, just because he would have fit in with that Celtics dynamic. I think he worked really well with those guys, especially Red Auerbach. Red Auerbach has sung praises about his toughness and his guts over the years. But the talent isn't there for this team. I'm sorry. I'm sure he would agree with me. Oh, sorry, Hondo.
0: Um, you don't make the cut. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Walt Frazier is one that probably could have snuck his way in. Um, Chris Webber, maybe. David Robinson would have been a good big guy, but I think we covered those.
0: Captain.
2: Yes. Yeah. No, the admiral. The admiral. That's what it was. The admiral. The admiral. 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 He outranks Um, the captain yeah yes yeah uh the rear admiral um no uh ray allen would have been good. uh ray allen would have been good just to have those three points but again we have steph curry's on the team he's gonna handle that and he's gonna open the and up.
1: unfortunately ray allen can't create his own shots where steph could he just
2: <laughs> yep, pops yep. yeah it. magic that kid that's ridiculous and then the only other one really was Moses Malone again I, I Moses
0: think... Malone again you don't need Moses Malone I guess if you've got Michael Jordan on your team but
2: that well and, and Hakeem Olajuwon or a yeah. better more athletic center I think he fits in there you know in that so yeah that's where All right. we're
0: at alright cool Uh what about Kyrie what about
2: Bill Walton none of those guys don't make the cut either Bill Walton would have been good coming off the bench, and then Kyrie is just, you know, he, we're trying to focus, and he's talking to these guys about a flat earth and all this nonsense. And like, Listen, I gradu- I went to Duke. I know what it's like. It's just like, enough, all right? We have a game to focus on, so that's why he didn't make the team.
0: All right, cool. So, um, yeah, looks like we have a matchup. Uh, all Lakers versus All-NBA. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think out there? How do you feel about our lineups? Um, who do you think is going to win the game? Who do you think has got a better chance? Who do you think has got a better shot? We are going to run the numbers and we'll, we're will we not going to develop or dedicate a whole other podcast to this, but we'll come back. We're going to run some simulations and uh, we will let you know the stats and how the simulations pan out. In the meantime, send us an email at digitaltppodcast at gmail.com. Shout out us on Instagram at digitaltppodcast or on Reddit. Uh, let us know who you think is going to win. Let us know Uh, who you think should have been on the team if we left somebody out and let us know what you guys like we appreciate you guys once again for the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast my name is Jason Baer
2: I'm Rex Rebo
1: at Armed and Hilarious
0: we'll catch you guys next week adios